0: Welcome in to another episode of the West Life Podcast. I am your host, Josh Barnett, a.k.a. Josh Blornett. We are brought to you by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Ashfield Leagues. The best place to watch the game live and loud this Friday. Knock off work at 6 p.m. or before 6 p.m. Get in, have a schooner, have a pie. At, uh, not a pie. It sounded like American. A pizza. A pizza pie uh, at West Ashfield Leagues. Best pizzas getting around or have a... Yeah, have a feed and walk on. Uh, show your support to yeah our major sponsors, Holland Barnes Group at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you haven't yet, please give us a follow on those socials. And the link tree link is on those profile pages where you can find links to everything we do. Our YouTube channel. Shouts to all our homies joining us on a Wednesday, late on a Wednesday evening, adults only time of uh, nine thirty like like big brother up late but without the uh the fake boobs i guess but uh and you can show your support and take part in the show patreon.com forward slash Wes life and yeah youtubers please like and subscribe notifications on uh hello mr thompson how are you on this wednesday evening yeah
1: g'day josh g'day rob g'day listeners Oh, I've actually been kind of unwell this week. So, uh, hanging in there, looking forward to getting this game over and done with and the season <laughs> being over and done with for another year. Um, yep. It's been a pretty, pretty hard one to watch. So, been yep. looking forward to the break and not having to watch any Tigers footy.
0: Yeah, we've got to rip that band aid off. And, uh, yeah, a much needed holiday for us. Well, we'll keep going for uh, a few weeks yet. We'll do one, uh, one show a week for the next. Several weeks as we head into the off-season, my man is looking very fresh. It doesn't look like we've watched 27 weeks of uh, Rugby League. Mr. Bashara coming in from the Red Room. How are you this evening? I'm well, mate. How are you? Uh, How are you, Aaron? Hello, listeners. Yeah, I'm a
2: bit like Aaron. Uh, It's not very... I don't think it's a good thing when you're looking forward to the season being over. A bit bit like last year. So, uh, look couple of new faces in this week, which uh, gives us a little bit of excitement mm. to, you know, wet the appetite a bit. Yeah, but overall, I, I can't wait for this season to be over. It was actually over back in May. So two years in a row, our season has been over very early. And, uh, look, hopefully the boys, you know, do put in a good performance this week for everyone's sake and give us a little bit of hope for next year. But, yeah, can't wait till it's finished, to be brutally honest. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's um, 100% keen to... Watch these young kids, a lot of kids, Sean Bloor, uh, back starting as well, got me at half mast. So yeah, there are plenty of things to watch in this last game. Uh, Going to start, we were planning to go pretty much straight in to the previews, but someone on Twitter, let me find, who was it? Someone gave us a good little tip this afternoon uh, about Matty White's show on SEN, shouts to at MittensEN. Um, what that means, I don't know. His name's Mittens. Got on your Mittens. Um, yeah, he's informed us. Some Someone called up Matty White's show this morning to talk about uh, West Tigers and how things are going at the club. And I thought it was pretty interesting. So i got a couple of clips of them here. I literally uploaded them a minute before the show. What could go wrong? Let's um, let's try and have a listen.
3: Say this morning.
4: Hey Matt, how are you? Long time listener, first time caller. Amazing awesome. show.
3: Awesome, thank you, mate. Appreciate uh, it. No worries. Uh, hey Matt,
4: I'm just I'm just wondering. Uh, the bottle. Uh, what else, um, That's what I'm calling in about. I'm just wondering. Um, just like any corporate, um, you know, your your small businesses need to maintain their performance and things like that. How do you, do you think NRL will ever will?
0: Just to let you guys know, it's the guys' audio shit, not ours. So it's um, they do address that.
4: Ever step up okay. to like a corporation like with Tigers and ask them what's going on, why your performance has been so low for the last decade, or do they hate but so they're not going to step in at all?
3: Yeah, um, your line was just dropping out there, but I'm I'm pretty sure that you. You're saying, okay, the West Tigers and their performances, um, when, does, when and if do the NRL, for instance, step in? Is, is that right, mate? Yeah, yes, yes. Sorry about my line. No, that's okay. No, that's, fine. That's... that's fine. That's fine. That's no drama. It's, it's an interesting question. I mean, it really is an interesting question because clubs are clubs and clubs are in charge of their own destiny, but the NRL is in charge of the game and... Uh, I I don't know at what stage and I don't know the machinations of what happens in HQ in there. And surely they keep a watching brief on all teams and when they're going good or bad. When they step in, I don't know the answer, mate. And I don't know what the the boundaries are, essentially. I mean, I'm sure that throughout the course of a season, if they see something going bad or pear-shaped, and this would go for any team, that they might reach out and say, is there something that we need to do here do you need some help is everything okay is there bigger issues whatever because that would just be governance wouldn't it um in terms of stepping in I, the only real reason and, and you, you've got me thinking out loud here i <laughs> but the only real reason that i could see and history shows that the nrl would step in is financial reasons because wins and losses go around come around in sport what, what, what do you think, mate? Do you think that there might be a need for HQ to step in or should they operate at arm's length?
4: Well, you know, we're forever discussing the expansions and things like that. And if I'm thinking our, all the bills are getting paid by West Tigers, so they're not going to step in, like you said, financial reasons. Mm. But somehow your performance needs to be...
0: So I was just... Pause that there. So um, I just thought it would be, it's a bit interesting, Rob, it's kind of preaching to the choir there and there's a little bit more, Matt White kind of goes on and has a little bit more of a rant there. But do you think something like that would ever happen at the West Tigers, whether the NRL is saying, look, you're dragging the chain here. Uh, we want to kind of see what's going on. Do you think there's any ending to that?
2: Well, as, as a supporter and, you know, as a podcast that, advocates for some change at management level i'd love to see them lean on the on on west and sort of say hey guys you got to lift your game but let's look at it realistically financially we're traveling well the membership numbers are good you know we're, we're a private company the nrl has stepped in before and appointed what three independent members seven or eight years ago one of them being marina go and we didn't go too well under her tenure no offense to marina go uh i don't I i don't think anything could really happen it's not like the NRL could ever take them to court. If they took West to court, you know, a judge is going to throw the NRL's complaint, and West would survive. I, I think we need to be savvy enough to know that we're not going well enough. Okay, and and Maddie White is correct. Wins and losses are cyclical, but when you go twelve years without finals, and and possibly longer, we don't know what's going to happen next year and the year after. Well. You know, it's not really cyclical, is it? I mean, you know, our, like we, I've said before, our key performance indicators should be wins and losses, not not just the financial side. Like, we're not unhappy that the financial side's going well, but you know, we we just can't keep having the, the guys in charge making decisions, getting things wrong, and not being accountable. It's just just really frustrating. But I'm I'm semi defeated, guys, about all this. I just I just you know don't see uh, Hatch Pentelis or Pasco or, or the board looking in the mirror and actually ever saying to themselves, we're not doing a good job. As we've said before, they try hard, but they're just not getting it right. And they haven't got it right for a long time. And, and we've gone backwards. So we can only hope we get some footy success next year, guys, and have a few more than eight wins out of 50, you know, basically that's, mm. that's what our last two years have been. Um, but, you know, I just like to be at least in a, in the hunt for finals with four to six weeks left, you know, just have a little bit of hope, have, Games having meaning, and you know, I, I love the West Tigers, but to be brutally honest, guys, I'm more looking forward to the Roosters Rabbits clash on Friday night. Not our game. Uh, that's just the harsh reality of it. That's going to be a game where you know two teams are fighting to get in the finals. You know, the finals are basically starting early, and we've just got a dead rubber that is meaningless to us, really. In a in a way, like whether we, would be lovely to win, but if we lose, who gives a shit? We're still last. And it's, it's just been an awful couple of years, in particular. So, uh, look back to your question. I don't think the NRL can do anything, but it would be nice if someone sort of whispered, you know, to someone behind the scenes and said, "Guys, you got to lift your lift your game a little bit."
0: All right, I'll play as I will get your opinion. I'll just play a little bit more from uh, Matty White.
4: And um, and everyone keeps saying like winning starts from the front office maybe the front office needs to be reviewed by the NRL not publicly but needs to be reviewed so yeah mm. and I'm thinking well if you're not meeting the standards and NRL needs to be wanting to be expanding well let's deregister you and you know change the management that's what they do in corporate don't they like if yeah. a business not performing they'll Deregister you and go start a new business somewhere
3: else. Yeah, pretty pretty hard to go deregistering. Um, and, and you know when when I hear um, that's what we do in the corporate world. And yes, this is a business and it's a bloody big business. Um, rugby league is a very big business, but it's a very different scenario too, and it, and it operates under very different. Um, rules and regulations, essentially, and outcomes that, you know, publicly listed companies, for instance, don't. So I was just going to say one thing to you, and you just raised it there. I, I don't agree with KPIs because I just don't know how that would work. And I can't imagine if you and I were running a club, mate, and Peter valandis and Andrew Abdo came in and said, this is what you need to do. You need to finish eighth or better next year. Then we go, well, how about you leave that up to us? Um, but I do believe in something that you touched on or not publicly. And I think that this would go on as a matter of course anyway. I do believe that the NRL would have its within its right and not just for the West Tigers at the moment, but for any club that finds itself to to pick up the phone and do the backroom chats and have these discussions and say, Hey, we think as an organization that you guys need to lift your game. But I I also reckon they're not telling them anything they don't know. <laughs> so when, when sport is governed by wins and losses, it's a very unusual position to be in from headquarters. But, yeah, food for thought, Amit. I appreciate it, mate. Very, very good call and food for thought.
0: So as talking about expansion there and Maddie White, um, it goes on to say that the Dolphins have actually done pretty well in their expansion, and yet here are the West Tigers going from 16th to seventeenth, so yeah. Do you think they could add an eighteenth team, like with the the talent pool that are that there is? Could we could we end up finishing eighteenth one day? As um, I think they
1: will eventually go to eighteen teams. There's all already been talk about potential expansion, but I think considering it's only been one season of seventeen teams, um, and I I feel like the depth has kind of been proven that it's not quite there yet um, with the fact that the Dolphins started so sprightly and once they were battered by injuries, um, they've hit the wall really, really hard. I think they, um, they started the season four wins and one loss or something like that. And here they are. I think they've, excuse me, they've only won, I think seven games total. So three games for the rest of the season after winning um, four out of their first five. So, I think it'll definitely happen, but I'm not sure it's gonna happen anytime soon, maybe two, three, maybe even four years down the track. They they're going to have to stick with the 17 teams for a while, um, develop the depth and kind of just see how that sort of progresses. But yeah, there's there's no reason why we can't finish 18th in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, something something needs to happen in our uh, yeah, our beloved West Tigers. Uh Shout-outs, again, to our sponsors at West Ashford Leagues. Like I said, at the top of the show, uh, if you yeah want the best place to watch the game live and loud, watch it on the big screen at uh, 6 p.m. on Friday. You can have a feed at the Garden Bistro or Walk On before or after the game. I think Walk On's open till like, 2 in the morning or something. It's, it's open really late. If you like, love a uh, a good Chinese, succulent Chinese meal, uh, yeah, watch the big st- the footy on the big screen show your support to the major sponsor of the West Tigers Holman Barnes Group for more information visit holmanbarnsgroup.com.au Holman Barnes Group bringing people together um Twally won't be pouring beers like he is on the screen there he'll be like playing this week uh slow news week for the West Tigers i know uh yeah it's 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 a weird week for the West Tigers kind of Staying out of the news, everyone's kind of talking about semi-final football and poor old the bunnies and the rabbitos at the moment. So the West Tigers kind of flying under the radar. They could have, I don't know, it would have been a good time to, I don't know, announce something. They could have could have hidden it in the in the back of the um you know, the news cycle. But all I could find is we talked about this in the Discord. The West Tigers are now sponsored by Arnott's Shapes. Apparently, now I brought this up because as you're well known to take a box of shapes to watch the West Tigers, so um, should you get commissioned for this? Because I feel like you, you've definitely been, um, yeah, like I said, snapped at uh, pioneered like that oval. Yep, you you love it, love his shapes. Um, so I thought I'd ask you. What, are, what is your favourite flavour of shapes to take to the footy?
1: I mean, if they want to commission me, I wouldn't say no. I kind of feel like it's actually a really good at at the footy snack. Like, you, you take mm. in a box and you might towel up a box by the end of the game, which I have done on a number of occasions. Um, oh, it's a tough question, which is my favourite, though. I've probably got two favourites in um, pizza and cheese and bacon. Um, I love both of those, both. I, I don't. I guess I'd kind of be in a mood for one over the other sort of thing, and it's whatever I've got in the. Sometimes it's whatever I've got in the cupboard, but yeah, pizza, pizza, and cheese and bacon are the two favourites for me.
0: Do you have an opinion on this, Rob?
1: Uh, not at all.
0: I don't eat them. <laughs> so. I don't eat them very often. I'm, a, um, yeah, I'd like to think I'm quite a healthy. I avoid, um, yeah, snacks like that quite often. But if there's only one flavor of shapes, and this is pretty controversial. Controversial. If someone offers it to me, I will knock back any other flavor except one, and that's the Vegemite ones. I love the Vegemite shape. I'm a big Vegemite person. Um, I have Vegemite almost every day. So, um, yeah, being a skip growing up on Vegemite, it's uh, the Vegemite shapes, really good. So, it uh, if you're listening, hey, we'll um, if you want to – Sponsor Bridge has given you a <laughs> on the show as I mean, as can be you, the face of your brand, he, he loves the stuff. So, um, give us a podcast at westlife.com if you want to uh, strike up a sponsorship with uh, the number one West Tigers podcast out there as you uh sponsor our boys at uh the West Tigers. Uh, shout, speaking of sponsors, shout outs to our mates at Mobile Corp. Uh, they support local businesses by managing their IT, their networks, and their mobile devices. If you're a local business owner looking for a partner who will take away the hassle of dealing with IT issues, make sure you have cybersecurity in place, handle all your mobile device needs, then Mobile Corp can help. Uh, mobile Corp is a family run business and a longtime supporter of the West Tigers. Uh, give uh, Reach out to our friend Stephen and his team at Mobile Corp. And check out mobilecorp.com.au. That's mobilecorp.com.au. And a big shout out to Stephen and the team for supporting us literally the entire season. Um, Yeah, we love, love you guys. And shouts to Shane Walker, who did uh, mention to me the other day he does want to come back on the show soon. So we'll try to get him on before uh, the summer comes around. Righto. One last rugby league or men's rugby league game to preview for 2023. And uh, as you want to run us through the team list, there's probably a few names that uh, I need you to nail here.
1: All righty. Well, I'll see how I go. Um, fullback, Jareem Buller. Wingers are David Nofaluma and Junior Tupo. Uh, new centre pairing of Tristan Riley and debutante Josh Folletti. Dane Laurie and Appy Korosauer in the halves. Alex Twoll is in the starting side with David Klemmer at prop. Jake Simkin is at hooker. Isaiah Papali'i and our guy Sean Bloor is are the second rowers. Justin yeah, Matamua gets a start at lock. Asu Kepa'oa, Kit Lalili, Fenua Polae, and Alex Safarth make up the bench with Talon De Silva at 18th man, Brandon Wakeham, Will Smith, Atasi James and Tommy Talau in the reserves.
0: Fun fact about Kit uh, Lily How do you say it as?
1: Uh, Lau Lily uh, is La- kind of what I'm like guessing. Lau Okay,
0: he's the. F- I believe he's the first West Tigers player uh, in first grade to be born in 2005. Oh wow! But, yeah, I did. I did crazy. hear that somewhere.
1: I think it might have been nothing yeah. But West so Tigers I think I believe
0: Felity is 2004. So yeah, Kit's the first 2005 premiership year. Baby, which is crazy. How old does that make you feel, Rob? Nice. It makes oh, me feel
2: old. That actually makes me, that warms my heart, actually. That's true yeah. West Tigers 2005 DNA there.
0: Yeah. So, obviously, both have gone from ball to flag to uh cup first grade in one year. So, yeah, really keen to see these guys play. We've been advocating for a Felity debut for a few weeks on this show, I think. So, yeah, what are your expectations, of these kids, Roberto? Uh, look, the one thing I'm, I am happy about
2: is we're going to get a lot of enthusiasm this week. There's, there's a few guys, not only the deputants, but other guys that are, are getting a start in positions that a lot of the supporters want to see them in. So that's a really good thing. Honestly, guys, I just want the boys to come through un, unscathed. Uh, you know, I think they've been really courageous the last six weeks. I mean, we, you know, our job's to review review the games, discuss the good and the bad. And, you know, sometimes we've got to be critical of performances, but we've never questioned their courage or commitment. So I just hope they put in a good showing, you know, a li- little bit concerned that it's uh, Jake Draboyevich's 200th game. And, you know, you know what the refs are like when Draboyevich's have milestone games. They don't turn out too well for the opposition. So, uh, look, some tough some tough asks for Josh Valetti there. But as we said about three or four weeks ago, this is the sort of stuff that needed to happen last year, guys. And I'm not saying with these particular players, because obviously mm. they couldn't have played, but we needed to be looking forward to the following season. And I don't think we did enough of that last year. And and we were just playing a lot of guys that were still going to be there, but the guys that aren't going to be there next, next year, most of them are out of that team. So pretty much most of the guys in that 17 will be a part of our squad next year. So I think that's a good thing. We're looking to the future, maybe a little bit too youthful, but it's going to be a great experience, especially for Folletti. Um, I'm sure he's played a lot of footy at Brookvale being a Manly junior, so he'll be familiar with the place. Um, but, you know, he gets a taste of it. He gets a spring in his step in the off season and knows what he's got to work on. And it'll be Riley's third game in a row. So, you know, I mean, we're talking about, you know, other guys, uh, you know, at lock, you know, they haven't been there for a while and everyone's been saying that kid should be at lock and Look, it's, it's just a pretty young team, but, you know, hopefully hopefully we just put up a respectable performance. Personally, I just wish Appy Coruscant wasn't playing and they put him in cotton wool and say, thank you for your services mm. this year. We're going to put you on ice. I don't want anything happening happening to Appy in the last game. Like, you know, Rory Hargraves nearly bloody decapitated him last week mm. and and that, you know, that kind of really pissed me off. So I just hope Appy comes out of it unscathed because he, he is our heart and soul right now. So... Yeah, just hope the boys get through injury free. But yeah, it's a pretty good team in terms of what we want to see for for the future. This
0: really is a team of the future. Um, speaking of the future, Joe Alafaci, he's found me out to be a liar. Challenger Silva was born in two thousand five as well. So he was. Oh wow! Okay. Out. Yeah. Um, well, you're not a liar. You
2: just forgot someone. That's all.
0: Yeah, I thought he was two thousand. Well, I didn't forget. I thought he was two thousand four. Didn't realize he was two thousand eight. That's two thousand five. Sorry. Um, so he's 18 as well so he's uh, speaking of which he is 18th man I mean Kepa O on the bench as like can't we get Talon the Silva well, like is there really much use having Kepa there
1: yeah he's coverage for in the backs but I don't think we we necessarily need it I think we should be focusing more on Talon, giving him a bit more of a stint at at the number nine to see if he really is going to be Appy's understudy for next year. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a bit of a strange one having Kepa on the bench, and I'm surprised he's there. Uh, I guess that means his um, two indiscretions last weekend only netted him fines.
0: Mm. Yeah, because I tweeted out, oh, Kepa, Olo's he got to put a report twice, surely that means a felony. Um debut next week is thinking Kepa won't play. I was half right. We did get a felony debut, but Kepa was still in the squad. So, um, yeah, I assume uh, he's sweet, but yeah, I don't know. I'd just prefer Can... Jakey Simpson's going to play 80 minutes, I guess, unless they're going to do a, a shuffle or something if Kepa Ola gets on. But if something touched wood, you need to take it back off. Probably you could put Dane Laurie Push Stanley out and put Simkin in the halves of two. Put two hookers in the half, um, and then have another hooker at hooker. So I don't know. That's uh, it's up for Benji. Three to... hookers in one
1: team and only one of them is actually playing mm. hooker.
0: Yeah, it's like a bulldog's end of season trip. Uh... <laughs>
1: Careful, will uh, might get sued.
0: Ah, they can't sue me. That's what two... <laughs> Coffs, Coffs Harbour happened. We all yeah. we will remember that. Uh not get
1: involved uh, in wrestling matches with them either. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, rugby league players, especially the Bulldogs. I was having this discussion today. Um, like, just how for how long have the Bulldogs kind of had? They've always like even I feel like in the eighties, Rob, they were just that club, just that little bit grubbier than the rest. Or is that just a perception?
2: No, they, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they were always grubby, especially in the late eighties. They're actually the entertainers in the late 70s, they, they used to play a beautiful brand of football with the Mortimer brothers and the Hughes brothers. But when Warren Ryan came along and, you know, they they literally invented, you know, the three men in the tackle where two blokes would hold the attacking player up and the third bloke would just smash him in the ribs. Like, you just didn't want to play Canterbury teams, you know, with the likes of Tunks and Kelly and Fokes and Gillespie and, you know, Langmac and all these sort of guys in there. But, you know, the fact that Terry Lamb you know, took Ellery Hanley out in 88. And that. That's just the grubbiest act in history. So, mm. um, and, you know, they, they praise him and I, I just think he's an absolute dead shit. I don't give a fuck how good a player he was. I fucking hate him.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. that's sort of
2: Bulldogs, mate. I, I, I thrive on their being shit. So mm. uh, He's they, basically they...
0: Adolf Hiller to my family.
2: Oh, maybe. Well, Ellery <laughs> Hanley took Balmain from a team that was, you know, about eight, eighth or ninth on the ladder when we had a top five into the finals and, you know, we, I think we run probably something like eight out of nine games with him there. And I think we were leading when he came off as well. So yeah, I mean, he, he was our X factor and, you
0: know, we might've had a premiership in 88. So yeah, yeah, it hurts. It, it definitely the year hurts. of my birth. He ruined the year of my birth. I'll never forgive him. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Puppet, obviously a lot of rumors about him and Steph going back to Para. Somebody, a couple of para fans, um, Asked me about that. And I'm like, this is bullshit. And Papali came out today as and put a um f- yeah, hopefully hose that fire down in his press conference.
1: Yeah, um, to me, I honestly just think it was a bit of a um a verbal faux pas as someone who's not immune to those myself. I think people have just read it a little bit too deeply into what he said. I don't think it came across. Obviously, it didn't come across in the best way, but I don't think there was anything to read out of it. Like he said today, he's um he's ready to come back next year. He's all fired up to come back next year and to turn things around. And he thinks that under Benji's direction, they're, they're going to be on the right track again next year. So a bit of a nothing story, if you ask me. It's just people have um, panicked a little bit, I, I suppose.
0: Um, Sean Bloor being moved to the edge, back to the edge, finally. That's where um he yeah where he wants to play I think his skill playing 80 minutes to him keen to see he's only been getting 30 35 a game last pretty much since he came back um from the head knock pretty much I'm trying to think the last time he played 80, 80 minutes maybe uh the Sharkies game did he play 80 when he scored the try can't remember. But keen um, uh, to see him back no, on the edge. Touched, touched off the bench that night. So no Johnny Bateman. Um, yeah, I'm assuming he's out injured, or they're putting him on yeah. ice, like
1: rib injury. I heard.
0: Yes, yeah. so, I mean I don't mind that as well. Putting him on ice, as Rob said, to do with Appy before. Um, I mean, yeah, I saw I saw a meme or a joke, a joke tweet the other day. Um, I think you shared it in the Discord, Rob. I think it was uh, former legend tweeted out. I'm keen to see who the West Tigers rests rest this week ahead of the finals. But in, in all seriousness, they probably Get should that, just put a couple of players um, on ice, as you said. So, uh, no, just... like,
2: yeah, like part of me obviously wants that. Like, we don't want anything to happy to Appy and or any of the guys. But at the same time, you know, you can see the club is really trying to put pride in, in in our performances and, yeah. and not get not get beat up too badly. Like, honestly, I, I thought the Roosters game, like obviously I didn't join you guys Sunday night, but I thought in the Roosters game, literally the game turned in a couple of minutes where, you know, if Junior Tupu puts his foot to the ball, I mean, Will Smith probably has a try and we've got a six-point lead. And then literally a set and a half later, the Roosters scored and that changed the game. And I actually don't think the scoreline was a fair indication of the game. I thought hmm. we really came out hard and, and and that's you know full credit to the team because I, I I just don't know how they can get so motivated. So you know you got to give credit to the coaching staff for getting them up. Um, but look, let's let's just hope the boys go well. Um, do you guys reckon Sean will be playing on the right edge and Isaiah Papley will stay where he is on the left.
0: Um, yeah, you would think so. So who, what winger and center does that that would well, that, that really... give
2: that gives him Tristan Riley Tristan, and David Offaluma. Yeah, so. Yeah, and I think I think Sean was there at the start of the year on the right edge before he got injured, or yeah, um, yeah, one of those first games uh,
0: he was on the right edge. Yeah, sure. yeah, because uh, he had the try assist. Um, was it Easter on the right edge? He had a good pass to who was it? I'm trying to think what winger it was. It might have been Charlie.
2: Yeah, I'm not. Easter. I yeah, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure he started one of the games at Leichhardt either round one or round two, on yep. the right edge, and then and then came off. Um, yeah, so look, obviously he's got a bit of inexperience inside him and outside him, you know, with Riley and and I guess Dane Laurie will be playing on the right when normally Laurie plays on the right when Happy when Happy starts at half because Happy likes to play on the left, so you know, a little bit of a, he's not going to probably. Uh, you know, he's going to have to do a big job in defence with some inexperience around him anyway. Hopefully, they get their mm. spacing right and it and, uh,
0: works out well. Not the Rob Stradamus yet, but he's shortened to 650 this week for a try. So, uh, I may have put something
2: all, a multi. You could, he'll be on old mate Kelmer if he's on the right side. And I'll tell you what, Kelmer can mm. put a hit on people, but God, he misses some tackles. He's not mm. a great defender.
0: There you go. It's Josh Stradamus. For the twenty seventh time, this or well, not the twenty seventh? How many games has Sean played? Eighteen, I think it was eighteen. I think, this will, I think this will be
1: number fifteen or something like that.
0: Fifteen, okay. Yeah. Um, actually, I was on Steph for a while, though Steph's um, obviously not playing. But um, yeah, three he...
1: things are, three things are certainties in life: death, taxes, and Josh putting either Steph or Blaw in his multi.
0: Mm. Definitely. It used to be Robbie Farah. Robbie Farah was my ride-or-die try scorers And the one time I did it, I went to watch them play at Cronulla um, and forgot to put it on, and he got a hat-trick. <laughs> wow. I think it was Cronulla. I think it was at Cronulla when he got the hat-trick. You should, have,
1: forgot, got hat-trick. You
0: should have forgotten got to, to, to put it on more often now. then. It, it, might have been, yeah, it might have been Cronulla. Right. Well, I'll actually look that up as... um. Run us through the filthy, dirty Manly Warringah sea Eagles team.
1: No worries. At fullback, Toletau Kula. Wingers are Jason Saab and Raymond Tuomayalo Vaiga. The centres are Brad Parker and Morgan Harper. Jake Arthur and Daly Cherry Evans are in the halves. Toffofo Sipley and Sean Kepi are the front rowers with Lachlan Croker at hooker. Haumole, Ola Kawatu and Ben Trebojevic in the second row with Jake Trebojevic at lock. Gordon Chan-Kam-Tong, Dean Madison, old friend Aaron Woods and Ethan Bullimore are on the bench. Another old friend, Kel Langi is in uh, is 18th man. Josh Schuster, Ben Condon, Christian Tuapolotu and incoming new friend Samuela Fainu are the reserves.
0: So I looked up, round 26 of 2000 literally the last game before the semis in 2011, Robbie Farrow got a hat trick. His only, his only other hat trick was against South in two thousand and five. I think it was, was that. Yeah, yeah the two, the game against South in two thousand and five. Yeah. Um, you got, did he get three or four that day? Uh three. I don't three. think three. he hasn't had, he hasn't had a four. Okay. Um, on, where's that game? I was going to actually click on that game. Just look, a, it was a really high-scoring
2: game that day. I'll
0: never forget Let's, that. Uh, so thirty to twenty-two. Yeah. So other try scorers: Tim Maltson, who was on, um, what do you call it? Behind the raw the other day, yeah. which was pretty cool. My old cricket, terrible match and cricket teammate from the under 11s well, Under
2: 11s, I think it was John, John Sutton. City. Back one for South that day, I think.
0: Uh, no, this is oh, no, I'm talking about the Cronulla game. Oh, the Cronulla game I missed I out. It. Um, Tim Malton, Mitch Brown, Lottie Curie try Robbie. Uh, there three. Uh, look at this four pack Gibbo, Robbie Woodsy, Pete Woodsy, Fulton Ellis, Hynington, uh, and then a bench of Flanagan, Grote, Murdoch, Massilla, and Wade McKinnon off the bench. Good times, fun times—the last uh, semi-final year of the West Tigers until twenty twenty-four. Uh, both. Righto. Any uh, any matchups in this one, Rob? That you think are going to give us give us trouble? It's uh, no no Tommy Turbo, obviously, um, and no Ruben Garrick as yeah. well.
2: Oh look, I, I yeah, he seems. Good. Yeah, Manly strengths the right side for me, Josh. Uh, obviously, mm. with Ola Kowadu, um, Harper, and Saab. Like the, actually, mm. Ola Kawadu surprised me last weekend against Canterbury. I mean, he's an absolute beast of a runner, can score a try at will, but really put in some nice, deft passes. Um, I thought Sipley absolutely destroyed Canterbury up the middle. So we're going to have to watch Sipley. Um, I'm not too fussed about their left side attack, to be fair. I, I don't really, you know, rate that left edge. Um, the, you know, the new winger is, is okay. He's a good, solid winger, but he's not fast. Uh, Aaron's better with his pronunciation. I'm not going to have a go at that. Uh, so, yeah, but I, I just think that Manly will focus their attack on the right. So we've, we and obviously with Josh Viletti being there, being left center, they'll they'll mm. send a lot of traffic his way. So we've got to watch those blokes. And you know, daily Cherry Evans in his kicking game, and you know, his ability to back up and score a try, he's another one. You know, we'd have to watch out for like. I'm not going to do a Rob Stradamus, but, I mean, if, if I was picking Manly try scorers, it would be Ola Kawadu and Saab and Cherry Evans. Yeah, my, so Saab maybe, might be, maybe might even be. Harper. Like one With that right edge, someone's going to score a try at some stage. So,
0: um, But I, I think we've
2: got the forwards to match them up the middle. But, yeah, just that right edge is
0: really potent for Manly for me. My multi this week is Tigers with the start, uh, Saab and Bloor tries. So. Uh, Jason D asked, uh, "Did Moulton ever get injured while playing cricket? Uh, no, I don't remember him getting injured playing cricket. We also, I also played footy against him. He obviously played for the Terrigal Sharks, and we had to play against them for a trial. Being Aaron, uh Eagles, where the kind of crosstown." Um rivals, and they used to just fucking smack us every, every year. I used to hate playing against them. they forward – I think I've told this story in the show before, but I can't remember. So I played hooker um, to pack down in the scrum. In the under-13s, I kid you not, their two front rowers had full-on beards, like full proper – I was this little prepubescent little fucking nugget packing at hooker, looking at these like – Literally look like men um, who one of them uh, The was the son of an Ella brother. Oh, okay. Funny enough. Um, lovely guy. I, I met him. Um, like Central Coast, everyone knows everyone. Lovely guy, of field. Fuck me. They used to, like, he'd walk off the field limping every time. Um, the Terry Sharky. So there's my little uh, Molson story Uh as anything for the Manly side that piques your interest.
1: I feel like, um <clears throat> I feel like we have the matchup in the forwards pretty well covered Um 12 being back and taking Stefano's place. We do have obviously a bit of a young inexperienced bench when it comes to the forwards, but I feel like we do, we do have a bit of an advantage there. David Clem has obviously been a stalwart all year and I believe he's going to be the only player to play all 24 games for mm-hmm. the club this season. So that's an achievement in itself. Um, probably what worries me the most is Jason Saab. He's obviously incredibly fast and I, we don't have the speed in the backs to keep up with him. So if he does make a break, the only thing between him and scoring a try is going to be Jareem. Um, and while Jareem mm-hmm. is pretty, has been pretty good at stopping tries, I don't think he's going to be too good at stopping Saab. Um mm-hmm. Obviously, Hal Mole is a very damaging second rower, but Ben Trebojevic, I feel, is more of a centre. So him in the second row is a bit of an interesting one. Uh, we might be able to capitalise on that. But in saying that, Rob said we had the advantage over the second rowers in the um, in our match-up against the Dragons recently, and they ended up running all over us. So who knows how that's going to go. <laughs> thanks, um,
0: Sarah.
1: <thanks>, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they ran cool.
2: all over us. They, they got home by less than a converted try. We should have won.
1: Yeah, clo- close enough. <laughs> Um, And the hooker on the bench, Gordon Chan-Kam-Tong, he's obviously, he's been very, very hyped up by the Manly fans and they were stoked to see him get a debut last week. Um, From all accounts, he played fairly well as well in his his, um, stint. So watch out for him to have a bit of an impact on the game once he comes on.
0: Once Kam-Tong comes on?
1: They gave him a penalty goal last
2: week against Canterbury and he took the shot from right in front. Yeah, I I saw that. His his fan club loved that. Just on Tim Molson, uh, Josh, you, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a period where Tim Molson and Benji were the halves partners at the Tigers. And I think oh, of
0: course, yeah, yeah.
2: As, as a halves combination, I'm pretty sure they won their first eight or nine games in a row together in mm. the halves. But they were great it, together. It, it, didn't, it didn't happen as often as uh, people wanted, but they had a pretty good record together.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it was definitely – that's what he was when he was a kid playing against him. He was um, a 5'8". Um, Playing, yeah, playing against us. They used to have this move. That Robbie would go out um, to Benji, and Benji would flick it back inside it nice. to Tim Moulton. I reckon they yeah. they must have had sixty. Line, it felt like every week a line break from that move. It was just beautiful. Yeah, yeah Timmy. Um, I, I think he lived with Benji briefly too when he came down to the Central Coast. Um, I think him and Benji actually were living together. For a bit, yeah, so. they they
2: did they they put on that move one night. Might have been 2011 when we played St George at Sydney Football Stadium, and they did that exact move you're talking about. And Benji was looking left and just did the no looker mm-hmm. inside to Maltz who slid over. Yeah, got right halfway between the left corner post and the goal post. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah they just just forward. just behind the mark. They get him just behind the markers, and he just be yeah. flat out, yeah flat out straight through. Yeah, Um I think I honestly. Like a little bit biased because I kind of half knew Timmy Walton, but I think people underrate how good he was. And if he would, wasn't so injury hampered, like he, there was, there was a lot when he came in the scene, there was a lot of height uh, for him. And he was part of the team making the finals the last time we made the finals. So don't um, forget,
2: he, he signed with St. George and reneged on that and ended up staying with the club. Mm, so
0: we kind of, I still remember, the club. um, in the off season when that had happened, I saw him at um, the local in Terrigal and was in the pokey room or whatever. And he was just, he just looked, this was before he'd reneged and he yeah. just looked really down. I don't know if he had a, but it's just, and I was looking at him I was thinking, you know what, this like, he really it might've been a pure coincidence. I don't know. Maybe he was down because he put a thousand bucks for the pokies. Who knows? But he just, like I looked at him, and that, at that moment, I remember thinking, I know exactly where it was in the pokey room at um, Breakers Country Club in uh, Terrigal, just thinking he's—I reckon he's going to try and stay at the West Tigers. Like I, I, I honestly remember thinking that, and sure enough, he did the um, did the backflip on him, and I remember going to Cogra the next the next time we played at, them at Cogra the next year, and the crowd were. Yeah, giving him hell on everything yeah, He right. played very well that night, but um, yeah, a loyal, loyal guy, and obviously went to Manly towards the end of his career and had to had to finish it up. But um, it's a good chat with uh, what was his? Forget his name, Chris Warren. Warren, Warren. On Chris Warren, someone yeah, Warren, Chris Warren, Reg Warren, Ray Warren's brother. Shouts to all the twelve man fans out there. All right, W time as run us through the girls' team this week.
1: No worries. Matiel very well. She is back at fullback. Jakiah Whitfield and Tess Staines moved to her preferred position are the wingers. Rakia Horn and Leanne Tafunga are the centres. Pauline Pillay-Rasabale and Brooke Talatana are our halves. Imogen Gobrin and Christian Pio are the front rowers. Ebony Pry is at hooker. Kezi Apps, Eliza Cialata are the second rowers, and Nevada George is at lock. Sophie Curtin, Bianca Bennetts, Jessica Kennedy, and Salmanor are the bench, with Hope Tavanga, Rebecca Pollard, Josie Linaz, Taylor Osborne, and Jay Partu as our reserves.
0: Yeah, what is with our sides just being injury hampered? No, uh, no Lutu and uh no. suspended, I think Togat, yeah, Togatuki's Togatuki, out suspended for a That's week t- te- technically not an injury but just key players missing as like are we are we any hope 1203 on Sunday this game scheduled for 2 not 12 o'clock 1203 so It's very very
1: strict hmm. um we may also end up being without Rakia and Kezi for this one as well considering they failed oh. their HIA's last week well,
2: I was um, just going to ask you are, that Aaron because I, I yeah. thought I, I thought Kezi Apps was out, and then when you read her name out, I'm like, "What's going on?"
1: I thought she was too. Um, so I'm very I'm very surprised seeing her here because I I don't remember reading her name in the in the um the team list like announcement yeah. that dropped during the week. So very surprised, but I don't know if she's there. She's there. If hopefully she plays. If not, then um one of the girls off the bench will come into her position. Uh, same with Rakia, we've got Hope, who will probably slot in to the um, centre spot if Rakia is unable to play. But uh, it says something that um, Brooke Talatana, who was one of our development players, is in the squad that is in the team this week. Um, shows just how decimated by injury we've been in the last fortnight or so.
0: I'm just looking up the um, the team list, see if there's any updates. On it, on the uh, West Tigers app. We'll pro- yeah, yeah, probably get
4: a
2: bit of an update uh, tomorrow night on Fox. I normally do a women's mm. show before the men's preview, so I normally watch that to get a bit of an update.
1: I also believe, while you're doing that, Josh, I believe it's yeah. a debut for Bianca Bennetts, um, and it's a first start for Imogen. I believe, I don't remember, oh, she might have started against the Cowboys, but uh taking the place of... um Sarah Tokatuki, uh, big shoes to fill. Hopefully, she goes well as well.
0: Uh, any, any facts about Bianca? As
1: uh, no, unfortunately, I don't have any inf- info on Bianca.
0: Um, she, is she our junior? Like, Harvey, was she in our Harvey Norman team?
1: I believe she was one of our juniors. I can probably look that up in the next um minute or so. Um. Yeah, that's a good question, app. actually.
0: In our app, so shit. Uh, <laughs> waiting for it to load. Telling quality
1: me. content here. Quality content.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, at the Titans side. As you don't have to run through them, but who are their superstars in this side?
1: Uh, probably their biggest superstar that we're going to have to be really careful about is Avania Polite, the star fullback. She's absolutely set the competition on fire, especially in the early rounds while the Titans remained undefeated. Uh, since then, she's still performing exceptionally well and is a dangerous player on both sides of the ball. Um, other players of note to watch out for, the young star on the wing, Destiny Minon Sinapati. Uh, Brittany brayley Nati as a very, very cunning hooker, uh, Shaley Bent and Georgia Hale in the second row and at lock, respectively. And I also like what I'm seeing in her games so far from the 18-year-old youngster on the bench, Riley Jorgensen. York, I, think, I think
0: it's a soft J, Jorgensen. Like yogi. Oh, I, thought I,
1: heard, I thought I heard the commentator say Jorgensen,
0: so I'm just rolling. I'm with that. I'm quoting the anchor man as sorry. Oh, I, w- I would I <laughs> would not be I would not be questioning
2: George Daniki and Josh, let me tell you. Aaron, I Aaron, was, I was, he's got the fire. Uh it
0: might be the NRL website, actually. I just tried to look go to nrl.com. Um I don't think it's my internet. The NRL website seems to be not working. I don't know. You try that as well. Um, what, what am I trying? Just go, go to NRL. Go to westtigers.com.au. NRL.com.au. It's not working for me. But um, um right, Rob Shadamas this week. Rob? Okay,
2: guys. Look, I've been on an absolute spiral going backwards here, downhill. Um, Look, too many teams are decimated. I had to pick a game where I thought there weren't going to be any more late withdrawals because... When we go through the the other games, we'll see there are late withdrawals coming by the hour. Uh, look, Canterbury are, are going shocking. I'm, I'm sure they'll put a little bit of an early, you know, spurt on in the first 20 minutes, but I think the Titans win and, and the th- three try scorers I've got there, Khan Pereira, AJ Brimson and David Fafita. Not to be confused with Jojo Fafita, who still might score, but I, I think that's going to be uh, the multi for the week and there um, yeah, should be a a pretty open game and the, the Titans will throw the ball around a bit. So I can see those three blokes scoring
0: this week. Uh, and our tips for this week. Uh, I'm you, you chipped away you, my lead as you're only six behind me going in to the final round and the semis. So our first game, uh, you and I, by the way, did you get the NRL? Did you check the NRL website? Am I crazy? Or is it not working?
1: Yeah, it's down.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't my internet. There you go. So get your shit together. NRL. Let's try and look up stats. Um, And your website is down. Righto. uh, Broncos storm as an I've gone Bronx. Uh, Rob, you've gone the storm despite them resting a few people.
2: Yeah. Look, both teams have rested players. I mean, the storm have got a ridiculous record against the Broncos. Um, I'm going to defend myself here. I actually looked at the forward packs of both teams and then the back lines of both teams. And I th- I thought the three-quarter line of the Storm was pretty okay considering. But since I put those tips in, uh, Katoa, the second rower for the Storm, has been withdrawn. And Will Warbrick, uh, the right winger for the Storms, withdrawn. Mm. So that back line is looking a bit more decimated now. But, you know, they've got guys like Olam and Young Tonema Payer and Pappenhausen in there. I mean, their halves are a bit down. But uh, it's just a really hard game to pick, and when you look at the Broncos, the only regular forwards there are Thomas Flegler and um Jordan Rickey, and, and the rest are just you know a bunch of all sorts. So, I don't know how this game's going to go. I'll be honest, I don't think there's going to be that many points scored because they're just going to be too disjointed and there are too many changes. But uh, look, I, I went the storm, but with those couple of late withdrawals, I, I don't know if I've gone the right reign there, so um. Anything could happen, guys. I'm going to be getting a lot of splinters with my tips this week because um, I don't think they're they're all you know foregone conclusions.
1: I uh, also just checked, and Bianca was 18th player in that grand, in the grand final win last year.
0: No, yes, no, on top of it, uh, we've all gone manly against the Tigers. Unfortunately, uh, we never. When have we won at Brookville? That's a good stat. They probably should have done
1: 2018.
0: Yeah, when uh, the di- show
2: no didn't um was. Was it 2018? Did we uh, win after we, that,
1: Aaron? When uh, actually, Adam yeah, laid, we did. We, from the sideline, and the, we the did, and, and, ready, and everyone, <laughs> yeah, absolutely screaming at him to 2020, compensate. 2020,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Must have been and, COVID. I, we,
1: we were down by like
2: 16 COVID. with only a few minutes left when he did a late rally.
0: Only 2600 yeah, people that was a there. That's probably why you could hear that guy, um, screaming so clearly. Compensate. Yeah, Adam. Adam scored two tries, kick five or six. David Ofluma hat trick. Uh, Moses by a try and um, yeah yeah fifth of September twenty twenty. So almost three years to to the day. And so then twenty eighteen before that. Yeah, twenty eighteen. So 15th, like, uh, of
2: April. I think Benji scored
1: that day. That was like round. two. That's right. Like...
0: Joshy Joshi Reynolds round was in that game. Was scored a he? double. Josh Reynolds up yeah, the that was, that
1: was Joshy. that was Joshy Reynolds' debut for the club. Benji scored yeah. a double. Um we got a very, very last or a late um penalty try, I think it might have been, uh, for Jacob Little towards the end yep. of the game that blue a little
0: bit. Uh Chrissy Lawrence. Uh we've got a try as well. And Malachi Watini So, at yeah, Corey Thompson was fullback that day. So love C T. Yeah, I love it. me too. Shame me, try out and to get retire. him on the show one day. Uh, before that, um, scroll, 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 scroll. Loss, 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 loss. Uh, they're the only times we've won at Brookvale as a West Tigers. So, uh, But it is, we've lost five times in a row to Manly. It'll be six if we lose. Again, we have that 2020. 20, uh, Winninger Brown fell. We haven't beaten them other,
1: other than the since. Dolphins and teams we beat last year and this year. Who have we not lost more than five times in a row against? Panthers. Well, yeah, other than the teams, other, we beat right, last year right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: it's probably off-season. Uh, Souths, It's only three in a row.
1: Yeah, we beat we beat them last year. Um, maybe the Knights is a team we've, we we might have lost five in a row to now, but we used to have a good record against those guys.
0: Uh, Broncos we beat last year. Canberra, uh, can oh shit. Canberra's seven in a row. Yeah, yeah I was going to say Canberra's a bad record. Uh, Bulldogs is two in a row. Oh, we beat the Bulldogs. Yeah, it doesn't count. We beat them last um, year. Cronulla's four in a row. Um,
1: <laughs> we don't have good records against um many teams, sadly.
0: Wait, they might not be. They might not have counted. Uh, six of July, and that was when we played them last, wasn't it? Uh, Dolphins, you obviously can't count. Titans, uh, Titans are five in a row. Jeez, um, Melbourne Storm, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. What about New Zealand? We haven't beaten them for a while. Warriors, one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. Uh, the Knights are four in a row. Cows, obviously we beat the cows um this year. Exactly. Uh, I tell you what though, um I the did, last fall. I did
1: enjoy that stat um that the channel nine uh not well the wide world of sports on nine or whatever the Twitter account is posted the picture of um the Panthers biggest uh issues, I guess. And we're second on that list, so it's like a top eight that we're uh, we're <laughs> actually in teams that are troubling the Panthers.
0: So para the win against para is the one we've was one of the last nine. So it's eight around that one win last year against um para, and then Panthers we've won three of our last six. So uh, seven, sorry. So Penrith is actually almost Good. our best record. What about one of our recent better years. recent records, which is funny yeah. considering
1: they're about to go uh, for their third premiership in a row. Uh,
0: South is three in a row. The win in twenty twenty two is yeah, four losses before and three after it. So seven uh not a lot of wins the last few years is there. Dragons, not too bad. It's uh it was four in a row, two L's win loss. So uh and then the Chooks, one, two, three, four, five, six, and then the win in twenty eighteen before that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So, um, yeah, we actually the funny fun stat about the Roosters. I think I mentioned this on the show before, but I don't think I mentioned on the preview last week. So, we beat the Roosters in two thousand and nine, the night before my twenty first birthday. We've beaten them one, two, three times since, and I'm thirty five. So,
1: and I think the last one of those times was twenty eighteen.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, the two. Round 1, uh, low round low 2018. to here, sideline conversion. But um, there we go. Fun reminiscing of how shit this team is the last few <laughs> years. Uh, On to the rest of the league. So the Bunnies, speaking of the, the Roosters, uh, Roberto's gone the Roosters. We've gone the Bunnies. I mean, it's a flip of a coin. Yeah, really looking forward to this semi final basically a semi-final playoff, so uh, I don't know, the Bunnies. Final.
1: It's an elimination final before the elimination finals.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a wild card weekend. And they'll know, be spending
1: stuff. all of our game talking about it. Yeah, uh, got,
2: got no idea who's going to win that, guys. I just went Roosters because they're playing better, but geez, if ever South are going to wake up and, and out of their slumber, like, it mm. it be the Roosters, it'll wake them up because they absolutely hate each other. I mean, I hope South absolutely belt them, but um, I just think the Roosters are playing a bit better. They're probably going to be without Manu. I can't see Manu, you know, doing his hamstring or calf or whatever it was and being back within a week. So hmm. they've named him, but I, I dare say Hutchison will probably take over at uh, right centre and um, they're Mr it. And I don't know. I just don't know who's going to win this game, but I just had to go with the form. You know, I think the Roosters have won, what, four out of their last five or
0: thereabouts. And the Bunnies but- just aren't winning. But the team playing the, ti- the week after playing the Tigers usually yeah, usually, usually lost this year. So see what happens. Yeah. Uh, we've all gone the Was, uh, who are underdogs against the Dolphins. So the Waratahs of ov- uh, Waratahs. Fuck yeah, that's going to that. be a fight. Warriors. <laughs> the Warriors have obviously pulled a lot of players out. The Dolphins' are favorite. Um, we've all gone Penny Panthers over the Cowboys at home, and we've all gone the Knights. Over the dragons, uh, where in, I can't look it up on the website. Where's which dragons' home ground are they playing? I this
1: think at? this is Cogra, but I will pull it up now and have a yeah.
0: uh, We've all gone all gone uh, Titans against the uh the uh WrestleMania Bulldogs yep. and yeah, uh, it's all Cobra, gone by Sharkies. Way. thank you, and all gone Sharkies against the Raiders in the Shire. Uh, righto, patreon.com forward slash Westlife if you'd like to support and take part in the show. I don't think the fellas have dropped anything for us. Just a lot of uh, Yahoo in, in the discussions this week. I don't think anyone has dropped anything. No, but um, shouts to all our Patreon uh, subscribers. Um, I think I was Shane mentioned the show the other night. He doesn't know how to... Work disc the Discord and that sort of thing. So if you have an issue with that, change it send us an email. We'll uh, sort it out, help you out with it, get you in there, join the discussion. All sorts of a lot of AFL talk. I think I saw popping and up in the chats notifications going off, mate. Soccer, yeah, there's the, the, the soccer always. channel. Um, lot of soccer chat at the moment. NBA Basket as well. World
1: Cup is on. At, at yeah, the basketball. Well, so that's going a little bit. Get yeah. shouts to the,
0: the boomers who have gone through. They beat Japan last night. Uh Right, So our next show will be Sunday night. So we're doing Sunday night, 8.30 p.m. Our last game or men's game review of... Shane uh, said, I'm 51. Uh, well, that's not an excuse to not use Discord. Rob, you're what? 50. You're slightly... I'm, I'm 40, 17 or something like that. Yeah. So 40, 40 17. Yeah. So yeah. similar, Rob's a similar age to you, <laughs> Shane, and he, uh, he's a discord pro. So, um, you'll figure it out. I promise you, uh, right. Yeah, really
2: so, guys. I really enjoy the chat with the boys and girls. Yeah. Really it's awesome. Fun.
0: It's a, it's a really good non-toxic corner of the internet. So highly yeah, recommend exactly. it. Uh, Right up. yeah, Sunday, eight thirty, we'll review the boys and the girls games. The last review of the twenty twenty three West Tigers NRL season. Uh yeah. Uh, really looking forward to it. I'm sure Mr. Blore's really looking forward to his trip to Florida as well. I look forward to seeing the photos of him lying on the beach, sunbaking, living up this uh really getting some some much needed sunshine and relax and hopefully um, comes back and extends his West Tigers contract as well. So uh, anything else before we say goodnight to Big Dog? Big, sh- big shouts to all who have joined us tonight, late at night. It's pushing towards 11 o'clock at night now. So, um, yeah, you guys staying up late with us. Really appreciate you, plus the thousands of you who listen to this uh, on all the platforms. Righto, boys, anything else before we say goodnight to Big Dog?
2: All good, guys. All good. Have a good weekend. And uh, let's hope we can get a win up against Manly on Friday.
1: Yep, I'm hopeful that we can get a win too. Uh, good luck to the girls up, in, uh, up on the Goldie as well. Hopefully they can get back into some winning ways. Uh, hopefully no more injuries for them too and they can finish off the season strong. And just to finish the podcast on a positive note, how good is it that our season has gone a week longer than Parramatta's this year?
0: Mm, yep. Fuck, fuck the eels. That's a good way to finish. <laughs> <laughs> right it right boys. As always, okay. go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the West Life podcast. Please follow us at WestlifePod on Instagram and at Twitter and facebook.com forward slash west life pod you can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash west life and give us a subscribe on youtube and turn notifications on we'll see you again next time on another, another episode of the west life podcast